Try One, it again. Two, three. Welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast. We are in season three. Season three, our theme is soundtracks. We are not covering a soundtrack right now because most of our time is spent covering 90s bands discographies. Uh, We like to go through from start to finish. No live albums usually unless it's especially important to the catalog. I suppose if we were going to cover Kiss, like we would do Kiss Alive or whatever. Oh, yeah. You'd have to. You'd have to. Um uh, and we don't do EPs, except if we were going to do Alice in Chains, we'd probably do Jar of Flies, you know, because it's, you know, a landmark in their cat uh, in their catalog. But for the most part, we're sticking to full-length studio albums. And, you know, we like to examine the change in the band from start to finish. But, you know, from album to album, it's like, you know, does this... Uh, do we like this album? Does it stink or does it make us hashtag get wet? Yeah. You know? So th- that's the mission Every week. And this week, we are looking at, ooh, which number is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth. Holy cow. Holy moly. They went by fast, dude. Yeah. Red Hat Chili Peppers' tenth studio release, I'm With You. I'm With You came out August 29th, 2011. But before we get to that, we had a little uh, fun experience uh last was it just last weekend that we went to the trade show or is that two weekends ago now uh one week last weekend okay last weekend um we went to the ohio festivals and events association trade show that sounds boring but it's not if you've ever been to a trade show before it this is like a traditional trade show in that you have uh in this case representatives from festivals in Ohio coming to look for people to hire to do things at their festival. So there's lots of bands that have booths there and we're one of these bands. Um, that part's boring ish. I mean, there's value in it for us Mm -hmm. to go like be seen and like have people. It's much like politics where, I mean, people don't, people might not want to admit this, but the, the best way to get elected is to have your name be recognized it has very little to do with your, uh, especially in local elections, has the statistics say it has very little to do with your policies and much more to do with have they heard of you before. And it's it's similar here. We're like your first year, the Wet Bandit's first year at a trade show, we might not get many bites, but just they're showing up year yeah. after year like they remember you mm. and, and that's what gets you in. So that's why we go to these things. But this particular trade show also has a showcase for the bands where they put together a professional sound production. They put you on a big stage with lighting and all that. And you play for 20 minutes for all these people. And that part is fun. Um, we put together a 20-minute medley, which went off pretty much without a hitch. Right? It was good, man. It went without a hitch on our end. Yeah. It did not go off without a hitch 
from the sound company's end. Oh, right. As we had several people come up to us after the show and say that the front of house speakers were not on. No other band had that issue. Yeah. We, from what I can tell, we were the only band that did not have sound for... Sabotage. Yeah, sabotage, right? So which band did this to us, do you think? I don't know. Which band sabotaged us? Is it necessarily a band that was at the trade show? Because I did talk a little smack about Under the Bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? We're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're here uh, doing our Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Yeah. We reached out to... Uh, under the Bridge, which is a cover band from Cleveland that does Red Hot Chili Pepper stuff, and they're nice enough guys. It, obviously, I didn't expect them to want to come to Columbus to do a podcast, uh-huh. but then I like said, you know, I would have chosen a different name for the <laughs> band. You know, it's a little obvious, but um, you know, so maybe maybe they snuck in and cut the cords or whatever they, uh, you know had the sound guy yeah on the phone execute yeah. order 66 <laughs> <laughs> execute order 66 so yeah maybe that happened i don't know um but it's also cool to like make friends yeah. out there it's yeah. nice to get to know that's something we hadn't done very well part part of this is because i'm i'm an outgoing like person but i don't mingle well uh-huh. you know like if people cut if I'm with a good mingler. I can talk to people. Right. But what I can't do is like initiate it, you know, which like, I, nice weather we have. <laughs> right. Like that's not, I don't, I, part of it I've realized as I've gotten older is I am more comfortable with silence than most people are. Yeah. Like I don't need to fill uh-huh. empty space, but I understand it makes other people uncomfortable. So anyway, um, first of all, Adam Calvert is probably the first guy that we've ever that, that we had any sort of relationship with. And I met him at the fairs uh, association uh, thing, uh, which is in Columbus in the dead of winter, like first week of January. Um, and he's a country artist. He's from like Eastern Ohio, I think. Hmm. And he, I mean, I don't know. Do you remember his first, uh, the first time we saw him? Like two to... Two or three yeah, years ago. Yeah. He has gotten... His band is different, mm-hmm. I think, but they've got not that they were bad before, yeah. but they've gotten like better. Yeah. They're like a 100% pro production now. Yeah. They had a pretty badass drummer, man. Did that? Oh yeah, yeah the black guy. Yeah. He um which, you know, I hate to put it that way, but he was like the only black guy uh-huh. at the <laughs> you know, um but he was very good. Yeah. Um and their their guitar player was different the the I don't know how else to say because they were both playing lead parts, so it's hard for me to stage right oh. guitar player, which only means something to you, not to me or not to the audience. But um, he could play too. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just—I mean, everybody loves him. Yeah. You know, like everybody at the trade show, like all these festival people already know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like the personality of yeah. the trade show. So he was good. Then you've got uh, Presley and Taylor. They were good. They were good yeah. too. Um, we, full disclosure, I'm not going to mention anyone that I thought was bad because the, there are times and places to like crap on people. <laughs> the, this is not it. Not so, on the Wet Bandits not podcast. On the, well, no, no. Sometimes it is on uh, the Wet yeah. Bandits podcast, but not when we're talking about these people we met at this uh-huh. trade show. So uh, you can just assume that if I didn't talk about them, I wasn't a huge fan. <laughs> but um, Presley and Taylor were good. I don't know how they set up. We had there was like an after party at a yeah. hotel bar afterwards, and they were set up to do a show after the trade show, which is genius for yeah. one thing. Um, 
But they were good. They were sisters, I guess. They played some good CCR. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and they played on the first night, and yeah, which was the rougher of the two. I th- I think the the lineup for night two of the trade show was, and that was the night we played, was a little better than night one. Mm-hmm. Night one had some uh, hiccups, right? Um, but Presley and Taylor were good. Um, their poster, their poster, when you walked in, they were like the first booth yeah. and it had like Presley was the first name and right below it was Taylor and the word and was like really small. And so at first I thought it was like Presley Taylor, like it was the name of the band or it was, I, I, you know, pretty quickly it's not just one of their names cause their giant faces are on the yeah, poster. Uh-huh. But, uh, but it it did look like you you could barely see the and so you know maybe it's the presley taylor band or whatever uh so anyway they were good yeah uh probably my i unless i'm forget i meant to have like my little book of people so i didn't mm-hmm. leave anybody out but i think they were my favorite from yeah the first night um oh oh no the, uh movement 44 moment 44 the the kids that did the originals I shouldn't call them oh. kids. They're like 21 or 22. Yeah. They were the first night. They did a lot of originals, which usually doesn't go over that well at the trade show, but I we heard about people hiring them. Yeah. So they must have done good. And they were like the nicest kids too. Um, 100 Proof was also there. They played on Friday. They were one that I think they would even admit there was a hiccup in there, but it was literally the first time they had played on stage with their singer that they had had a singer quit like six weeks before. And I think, you know, I can say like, I think I saw a hiccup here or there, but I only am saying that because I was looking for it. Right. I was, and I was looking for it because they told me they had a new singer. Mm -hmm. I think I wouldn't have noticed if they, you know, if, if they hadn't told me that I wouldn't notice and surely no one in the audience noticed, you know? So, um, gosh. And, 100 I another shout out to 100 proof like I listened to their uh their demo and I don't, I don't think I ever heard this part I think they intentionally left this part of the demo out which is probably smart on their part but when they first started playing it at their booth the first song on their video demo demo was Never Again from Nickelback which you know <clears throat> Nickelback fans seemingly are few and far between Let, let's put it a different way People who admit to liking Nickelback are few and far between. Okay. They sell yeah. millions of records, so people like them. Yeah. Um, they sell arenas, dude. Yeah. Sell so, out arenas. So people don't want to admit to it, but people like them. And this video, like the sound production was great. They played that song, and it sounded just like Nickelback. Really? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying they like faithfully recreated it and did a good job and played it just like them. Like, if you had played me that, and I wasn't watching the video, I would have thought wow. it was Nickelback. Like, their tones were exactly right. Their, like, everything about it was, like, spot on. There's a market I, for that music, man. It's hard for me to be impressed yeah. by a demo. And I was like, holy... Mo-. First of all, I love that song. Yeah. I don't know if you know it, but I love that song. And so um, I was blown away. Like, And they were super nice. They were the booth right next to us. They were super nice, too. And then in the the booth to our other side, you had yours for the taking, which is an, a bunch of local guys hmm. like from Columbus, um, and they they were the ones that did Pride and Joy. 
Got um, it. Yeah, I remember and them. They like blazed through that song. Yeah. Like it was a much quicker tempo. I don't know. I I assume it was intentional. Um, you know, sometimes the excitement. You know, we were talking about how we were nervous for our part. I'm sure they were nervous too. Yeah. I mean, how could you not be a little bit? Um, so they ripped through it, but like he managed to play all the signature parts in the song and stuff. So, um, they did a good job. And again, like, you know, it doesn't behoove anybody to be dickheads at these things. So like, you know, to say like, Oh, they were nice guys is like maybe a little superficial and a little easy, but you know, at the same time, like I don't think a lot of people are going home being like, you know, who are the nicest guys, the wet bandits? Like, yeah. not that we're, like I said, dickheads, but we're not the most outgoing group or whatever, but, um, but uh, these guys were. They're cool. Dude, where's your beer, dude? Oh, um, I forgot it. I'll get up. I'll get up once we start okay. playing some songs. Um, and then who played our night? We had uh, Cars cover band. The was Cars up. cover band. They sound really good. Leonard Skinner tribute band. Their their bass player, the Cars cover band guy. He's intense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he's intense. He he means business. Um, who else? Uh, the Learned Skinner Tribute Band. Oh, yeah, the Skinner Tribute Band. These guys, you know what? Let's shit on somebody, okay? <laughs> Let's shit on this tri- Skinner Tribute Band. Because these sound companies, like, they have a job to do. And it's much, they provide amps backline for us. They provide drums and amps and stuff. It's much easier for them if you ju- if we just use the stuff they have. And the Skinner Tribute Band, the average age of those guys is probably like, 65 i don't know maybe a little younger but like these older guys who insist on bringing their own amps on stage and it's like i do understand like you want your tone part of what made me nervous was using these other amps that's not the point of the exactly that's not the point of the trade show none of these people care yeah um and i'll tell you they it's not like their tone and attack was so impeccable that i was like oh i see why they needed these amps mm-hmm. like and they got up there and cl- th- there you had to write like an int- little intro for your own band and their intro said they were musically the best leonard skinner tribute band in the midwest or wherever and it's like throwing that word in there is um how should I say that? It's aggressive. Yeah. It's aggressive to do that because what they're trying to say is that what they're saying to the audience is that if you want a Leonard Skinner tribute band and you pick someone other than us, you're stupid. You don't get it mm-hmm. because musically we're the best. If you're picking a Skinner tribute band for a different reason, it's not because of the music. It's because, I don't know, they're younger and better looking or whatever. Like musically though. If you want a Skinner tribute band, we're the smart choice. Like, don't, that's condescending is what it is. Like, you can believe that all you want. Must be a competitive field, man. I guess, (laughs) I guess so. The Leonard Skinner tribute bands are all over each other out there. Um, Go ahead. I was just saying, like, I get the tribute band scene now, you know, rather than like when I was like before going to the trade show because yeah. the tribute scene is more of like a festival thing. You know, it's hundred like, percent. Yeah. It's like, a- Oh, we got the Tom Petty tribute band. That's going to get me out of the house. You know? Like, yeah. Just the name itself. Yeah. The cars tribute band. Like you, when you hear them like warming up. Yeah. You're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, cause we got to listen to a lot of the sound checks. So they were good. Uh, 
the George Michael tribute was right before us. Mm. And uh, that one was, I guess I don't know a lot of George Michael. Yeah. It's kind of a... But when they played Freedom, and obviously I knew Freedom, but when they played it, I was like, hell yeah. Like, because they had the samples of the choir and stuff. Like, they were good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't even think I know any George Michael. No, me neither. I mean, I, I, okay, I do, but, um, not enough to be like, oh, they're playing a whole set of George Michael. I gotta go hear that. Yeah. You know? Um. But anyway, so but the look was on point. Yeah, for it them. Was. Like he looked yeah. just like him. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we did. Um, trade and show knuckleheads. Was, what's that? Knuckleheads, dude. Oh, Knuckleheads the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a bar called Knuckleheads. And, uh, dude, that bar sucked. <laughs> Let's be real. So we stayed at an Airbnb rather than staying at the hotel where the conference was, which was a good move. Yeah. It was cheaper. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was close enough that it was convenient. And there was a bar nearby, but that bar sucked. You're just like driving like knuckleheads. You're like, ooh, okay. I'm kind of feeling like a knucklehead tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feeling like a knucklehead. Um, and we acted like knuckleheads. Yeah. Uh, we ran there and back that was, from our Airbnb. That was, yeah. <laughs> it what it felt good to feel knuckleheads young again. to do. Yeah, yeah. It was very cold. Um, it was like a half a mile roughly. Yeah. Which we told Josh like. Hey man, we're we're not driving out there. We're not Ubering a yeah. half a mile. But then you guys did get an Uber, and I just ran home. On the you're way like, back, you're yelling to me. You're like, like dude, just dude, wait, just wait. <laughs> and I was like, uh-uh. I ran. Yeah. And then we ate Josh's pizza. He's like, dude, this is my this is my meal for tomorrow. Yeah, for the whole weekend, we just annihilated it. <laughs> yeah, but then I got food for him. You later. did. Yeah. Then he didn't eat, but whatever. Uh. I tried my best. So, anywho. Yeah. So, that was our weekend. Um, it was a lovely time. I always look forward to the trade show. Looking forward to seeing a lot of those same bands next year. And sort of like, it's nice to have those relationships yeah. with other bands. Because yeah, we don't get a lot of that in Columbus because we work so much. Right. You know, you don't get to go out and see. We really have just the fair weathered. That's kind of like the other band that we talk to in town because kevin subbed for us and uh and david subbed for us mm -hmm. and um i don't know that's the other band we have a really and i uh, the winnie cooper project sort of um just because i know the singer yeah. and and sometimes when we can't play dates i'll suggest that they cover for us but um but we play so much we don't get to go out and watch bands very much so yeah, we should do that more. I know, but, but it's hard. Like when that's your free night. You exactly. Know? Like my wife's not at super psyched about me being like, she's like, Oh, you don't have a gig this weekend. Yeah. But I'm going to go watch yeah. a different gig. <laughs> so anyway, uh, whoo, this, we've already gone 20 minutes. We Time haven't traveled, dude. You know what we haven't done? Dude, do you lie? Do you lie? <laughs> uh, I don't have, do you have a lie for this episode? We're recording. This is our second recording in a row. And I don't, I, I'm not sure I have a lie prepared. Dude, do you lie? Dude, of course I lie. What human doesn't lie, dude? It's true. Um, dude, I have a lie. It was a little lie. What is it? <coughs> so that cough was like the devil trying to keep the lie in my body. <laughs> um, but me trying to be like, oh, I need it out. Um, so I was supposed to be here at one. 
and I was here at like 109. Yeah. And I blamed it on Starbucks. And it is true that Starbucks was not ready when I got there. And it should have been. I would have been closer to on time. Because, dude, you have to order mobile. You have to. You're an idiot if you don't. If you are getting Starbucks and not using mobile at mobile-ready Starbucks, you are an idiot. Yeah. Okay? If you're insulted by that, you should be. Dude, the lines are out. And and just there's there's not a line when you order (laughs) mobile. You can usually just walk in and walk out. I did have to wait on this one. So, but the truth is I didn't I didn't leave my house on time to be here by one anyway. So, I lied. Dude, I didn't By care. omission. We didn't have a set time. It was just like it's one. True, one ish. Yeah. Yeah, but I still felt badly. Anyway, do you like? Dude, I was playing Zelda, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know, dude. You don't have to have a lie. We didn't have two lies prepared. But do you... I'll lie to myself. Does that count? Oh, yeah. It's what? like, oh, I'm going to run tomorrow, but <laughs> the, these bag of chips look better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so that's my lie to myself. Yeah. They, that Those kind of lies are, are tough. Yeah. Um, those might be the worst lies. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, those might be the worst lies. Because um, hurting yourself... Is the worst person to hurt. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, you guys, tell us your lies. Hit. You know what you should do? Send them in. Send them in. And what you should do is email us your lies. Yeah. That way you can do it anonymously. Yeah. So email us. This is kind of a long email address. WetBanditsBandColumbus at gmail.com. WetBanditsBandColumbus at gmail.com. And then send us your lies. And then we can, then we'll read them on air. We yeah. anonymously. Yeah. So send us your good lies, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll get some. Hopefully, we won't have to come up with a new lie yeah. for ourselves <laughs> every episode, dude. Sorry to interrupt. No, go for dude, it. There's this guy on Facebook, like John breaks bad news. Yes, and like these people give him these like phone numbers, and he'll call whoever. <laughs> He's like, got some bad bad news for you, bub. You got the hiv. Yeah, that's what it is. He's like, you know that doozy you slept with three oh, weeks geez. ago? That's pretty good. You might want to get checked. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to check this guy out, obviously. Yeah, it's really funny. Is it? Is it clearly real? I don't know. Yeah. I think so, because people like comment on it, Yeah, you know? Yeah, even as I say that though, I'm like sort of hoping it's not real. I yeah. think. Um, I hope it is. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, it is funnier, but also like sad for those people. Anyway, let's not think about that too much. It's easier to just live our lives, you know, having fun and not worrying about the consequences and other people that aren't close to us. I'm sort of kidding. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the tenth studio release from Red Hot Chili Peppers. It came out. August 29th, 2011. Number one song on the Billboard 100. Taylor Swift. Good guess, but wrong. Last Friday night, TGIF, Katy Perry. Last Friday night. This is when I was a junior in high school. Yeah, so you should definitely be like... I remember buying tickets to this show. To what show? Oh. For this tour. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, number one mainstream rock. Do you want to take a guess at that? 
or even just the band. Because it's really it, hard to guess a specific song. Is it Chili Peppers? It is not. They're not even, none of these songs I don't think ever reached number one, even in mainstream rock. Hmm. Is it something that would be on the Blitz? Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I have no idea. Low Life, Theory of a Dead Man. Boom. Boom. <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah. on the Blitz. The Blitz, if you don't know, is a central Ohio, uh, basically metal station. I mean, they, they still do grunge stuff and they do hard rock, but it they definitely lean towards like new metal. Yeah, it's not like the like good 80s metal it's like the right but i have nothing against that i mean if one of those bands asked me to be the drummer i'd be like fucking <laughs> hell, hell yeah yeah. <laughs> right. yeah um number one album on the billboard 200 watch the throne the jay-z and kanye collaboration mm. which i had forgotten about um i'm not like super familiar with it but i forgot that and uh, that even existed don't lie no, I'm not lying. Um, so that's that. First song. We're already 25 minutes in, but that's how we like to do it. Uh, I'm With You is the album. The first song on that album is Monarchy of Roses. So that's the first song. It was the second single off this album. Um, I feel like I should also mention that this is the last Rick Rubin collaboration. Yeah. Um, he's been with them since Blood's Sugar Sex Magic, and he's the producer. Um, this is their first with new guitar player Josh Klinghoffer. Who was like, he did like the keyboards and like rhythm guitar stuff. He's like a utility guy in the live band. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, it sounds like that. Yeah. You know, especially on, uh, uh, especially on, uh, I'm trying to remember on my own, but I can't. Uh, the, <laughs> I was listening, I spent a lot of time listening to this with my, on my watch, uh-huh. um, which shuffled these songs. So I, even you Brutus, which is kind of like the, almost like rap song, like true rap song. Oh yeah. But it has a lot of keys on it um and that's what made me think like this guitar player is doing something a little unusual um but unusual for the red hot chili peppers 
Um, what do you think of this song? It's probably my favorite on the album, man. Really? Yeah. Um, well, like, I like this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's not doing, like, the disco beat. He's just, like, laying it down. So I mean, yeah, that's true. I didn't notice That's that. metal, dude. But he was doing a disco beat yeah. earlier. That's cool when they changed up. Yeah. Uh, but this song doesn't really rock. I think so. I mean, I, I, well, what was cool is, like, during this tour, they opened up with this song. Yeah. And, like, at the beginning part, it was, like, boom, boom, They just kept that going. Like, it was so sweet. Like, Chad Smith was doing these sweet fills, and it was sweet, dude. That is cool. Uh, now I'm starting to second guess whether I have these songs on our list in the right order. Um, where's the track list here? Dead silence on the podcast isn't good. Yeah. I'm just going to assume it's right. Uh, next song. Factory of They play this slide still. Look it up on your phone. Oh, I know why I couldn't find it, because I was on the wrong page. I was swinging for the fence I was looking for the triple Never playing good defense Gunning for the glitter Is that the first basketball reference they've made Since Uplift Mofo Party Plan? I don't know Mother's <laughs> Milk, dude What's the... Uh, Magic Johnson Oh, shit, yeah Yeah, pretty clearly a basketball reference You like Factory of Fate? It's alright yeah. They kind of have a similar song on the next album, too, called, like, Go Robot. Oh, yeah. This song reminds me of... It's it's only his, like, cadence, but it reminds me of Universally Speaking, because he's like, Factually, I... And I hate that. I just hate <laughs> I like it. this part. Yeah, it's fine. I like the how the hi-hat opens up. Yeah. Oh, I got you. you know. Yeah. Um, I'm lukewarm on... I, th- this is the problem. If, if there was a problem with doing... Uh, oh, this part. Oh, there's a part in the song that's like... Bow, bow, bow. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, the... the Full disclosure, this is the Chili Peppers album I'm least familiar with yeah. uh, that we've done. But I, I've given it a couple good listens. What I what I will say is that the, the difference between doing a podcast on something like a, uh, a movie or a television show is that you're not expected to go... Th- you know, I, I don't think... When you watch Blu-rays or something, do you have any idea what chapter you're on? You know how they no. give you no, no one is right. So the the difference with something like a movie is you're not expected to cover every chapter mm-hmm. and like analyze it. When you're doing albums, you have to go through every yeah. song. And you know sometimes you're just kind of lukewarm on a song. There's nothing I have to say about Factory. It's just okay. The, the go-to word I use in these situations, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. This part. Oh, 
It's. It, I'm just not like super enthused. Yeah. About song. The next song is Brendan's death song, which there has to be a story to this, right? This is the fourth single off the album. song I said there has to be a story about it this song is about Brendan Mullen uh, founder of the mosque which is a small punk club uh, in Los that's Angeles a weird name for a punk club. right um, maybe it's pronounced the mask I don't know but it's m-a-s-q-u-e um, and they were one of the they gave the chili peppers like an early shot yeah right um, and apparently he died on the first day of rehearsals for this album uh, so that's what this is about. That's that's um, a nice tribute. This is a good song, I think. The melody is really good. I'm surprised it's third. You know, it feels like it should happen maybe a little yeah. later in the album, but it's good. The the melody, I cannot put my finger on it. It is it's lifted from an oldie, and I can't hmm. figure it the. Like a doo-wop tune And I can't put my finger on it It does kind of sound like that Hit us up on like Facebook or Twitter And tell us what song am I thinking of So anyway So I like that song Yeah Fourth Ethiopia. Hell yeah. You like Ethiopia? Oh, yeah. It's actually grown on me a little bit. The song, not the country. You, you just think like it's fleet. And it
Yeah, this song's cool. They, uh, this was their encore when I saw them. Really? So they played Suck My Kiss, Ethiopia, and then Give It Away. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, they, they probably felt like they had to do something from this album. But, well, yeah. no. Encores are yeah, whatever you want. Sometimes bands do that. Like, that's part of the encore. Uh-huh. But. I'm surprised they'd throw this in there. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. I don't I don't know that I'd choose it for an encore, but it's fine. It's good. It's better than fine. Uh, Annie Wants a Baby comes next. Dude, I love the drums in this song. Yeah. They're, I think it's creative. There's like a lot of like hidden parts. Yeah. Like there's like a little like guitar squeal. Yeah. It goes, yeah. It's like a little bend, a little bendy. L- little stretch and a bend. Get my tutu jacuzzi, baby. Yeah. Uh, next song. Next song. <laughs> next. Next. Um, next. This was the third single on the album, and weirdly enough, I think this is the one of the two that I knew. On here, uh, look around. Yeah, I like the little clap. Oh, me too. But in fact, you gotta hear how this song kicks off. You yeah. need that. Custom love is the nomenclature Turn down mass confusion Hit the road cause we just keep cruising Double my fun, double my vision Long hard look at my last decision Hustle here, hustle there Hustle me bitch and you best beware It's emotional And I told you so But you had to know So I told you Soft walk to horizon One big crash that no one dies 
The Dude, this guitar solo is uh, weird. What's weird. weird about it? it? None of it sounds right. <laughs> but, th- but that, but it works because yeah. of that. Like, if part of it sounded right, it'd be like, "What is he doing?" Oh, but, yeah. but it, it's clearly like purposefully, like dissonant. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, what were you gonna say? The, the mix of this album is totally like arena rock. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Really like low end, like boomy. Yeah, that actually kind of bugs me about it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, it's not, to me it's not very Chili Peppers, which oh. is like clearly it is. So <laughs> it is the Chili Peppers. Oh. So like you are what whatever you put out there, right? But I'm just like, this just sounds like it could be anybody sort of to me. Now, with that being said, I think now we're in the middle of the album now, and I think now it's appropriate for me to say that with, and, and I've said this before, when we're judging these albums, at least for me, most of the time what I'm doing, what I have to remind myself is I can't just compare it to other Chili Peppers albums that I grew up loving. I have to compare it to other albums that would come out right now oh, like yeah. if this case if i didn't know this was chili peppers and it came out on the radio i'd be like shit yeah like yeah. these guys are real yeah. you know and so uh even though i'm not like in love with it i think if this was some new band that came out today and i heard it on the radio i'd be like nice yeah you know yeah well done guys um first single on the album is the adventures of rain dance maggie this was on the radio for a while. Yeah. Lipstick junkie debunked the all in one. She came back wearing a smile. Looking like someone drove me there. single this is underwhelming this song seems like a story that like about like an experience anthony had when he was like 22 right you know what i mean yeah yeah and here we're back at the disco beat. yeah for, the, for those who don't know what we're talking we talked about it last episode and didn't explain it but the disco beat is that that very signature like open hi-hat with the bass playing on the and yeah and the yeah i don't know how a drummer would sing it but that's how i would sing it um did i let you know is my least favorite title on the album i hate the title of this song but uh here's the song 
this is the when I hear this, this reminds me of late in their career, Our Lady Peace. I don't know. It's a weird thing to say, but who? Um, Our Lady Peace. They did um, their most famous song is Clumsy, which came out in like the mid '90s. But they had a career after that. They just were never as famous again. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do Our Lady Peace someday on this. I think you might like some of what they do. Yeah. Um, but this song sounds a lot like. Um, it sounds a lot like I'd probably say like Gravity, which would be I think their fifth studio mm. album, or or uh, I forget the name of the, the album after that, Angels, or something like that. Anyway, um, the the guitar part specifically, it sounds a lot like. So I guess I'm I'm meaning that as a knock, sort of. Is that like this kind of sound has been done oh, ten okay. years ten years before? Yeah. Uh, so maybe not five years before. Um, that doesn't. That's not an immediate. Like that doesn't make this not worthwhile. But it's not as interesting to me, I guess. As it could be. Um, going back to uh, going back to Our Lady Peace. Um, they they also had a song. Um, can't remember the name of it right now. They had a, they had a. I, I know I mentioned Clumsy, uh, but they had another song that came out like uh, later, like 2003 or something. That was uh, kind of oh somewhere out hmm. from Gravity. That was also kind of famous. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, but I, I'd go into a gym every now and then. Let's do it, dude. What? Let's do the, that band. Oh, we're going to eventually. Um, but for now, let's move on to the next song. Goodbye. Hooray! Also a great title. Oh, we got it. Yeah. You got to hear the very beginning of this one, too. So I'm going to start over. Come on. <laughs> Title's stupid. I like this song. Yeah. See you around. Uh huh. Um, I like the, the verse is intense. Yeah. The one, there's a couple on here where the verse is like driving a little bit, and I'm into it. Um, Happiness Loves Company comes next. Yeah, the, the next half of that, this part of the album is like a lot of piano and stuff. Yep. Yep. Stop marching because you think you shot to number one. Counting days and skipping your stones into Over it and on the thumb, it throws away your tongue. I'll be 
Song's cool. Just yeah. got a text from my wife asking if I'd be home soon. <laughs> uh oh. Are you gonna lie, dude? Uh oh. <laughs> uh. Well, I hope not. I I told her yes. Yeah. I'll be home soon, yeah. but um, I mean, we hopefully we won't make it into a lie. Hopefully, it'll be true. <laughs> um, police station is the next one. This is a kind of a weird one, mostly because. He says at one point something about like I could see in your eyes that you paid for love or something <laughs> like that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, how about the Vikings though, dude? They came. Yeah, we're watching. As you all can see on YouTube, we're every break we're looking at the TV, and the Vikings have come back from like 17 to nothing. And now they're beating them. I mean, the Broncos suck. Sure, the Browns couldn't beat them, but the, the Broncos do suck. <laughs> This is another song that sounds like another song. Yeah. It sounds like a song on the. Again, I can't put my finger on it, but the melody comes from a song that's on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Huh. Uh, so when we cover that soundtrack, which I think we've talked about, I'll remember it. And I'll be like, that's the one that sounds like Police Station. You love this song? Um, I mean, if this is the song I remember. There's like a cool piano part at the end. You want me to fast forward? Though? Yeah, like over there. I know you from Into too much. My wife's, you know, expecting me. <laughs> um, even you, Brutus. This is the one that l- had the biggest impression on me um, when I listened to it. This is like Chili Peppers trying. I hate to make it sound like this, like they're trying to sound like old '90s rap, but like this sounds like a rap song in parts, right? Yeah. It sounds like the soundtrack to Hamilton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I was wrong. This does not sound like old school rap. This sounds like Hamilton. <laughs> it does. It, you're right. It does. And that, like, like this is cool. Yeah. But it is also in the same way that Hamilton is kind of like not hardcore <laughs> like this is not hardcore um but i like the chorus song's cool um meet me at the corner comes next
What do you think of this one? Oh yeah, I remember this one. Dude, there was like a performance on like VH1 where they played this album in its entirety. It was really? kind of cool to watch because they had like a, a lot of other like musicians. Yeah. Like the piano player. Sure. And they had that percussion dude, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. Yeah, that would be. Um, This is like their slow cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> As I re- now, every slow song... On an album, I'm going to refer to this album as this album's Slow Cheetah. Dude, this is a Slow Cheetah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fine. And the last song, closing it all out, is Dance, Dance, Dance. Not a cover of the Steve Miller Band. Or, uh, yeah, Steve Miller Band song. Just in a ridge. Last half of the out, like a last quarter of it, it's kind of not my style. The, yeah, the last two are kind of yeah, like duds, kind of. I don't know. I don't like the melody of that one. I don't know. Um, I hate to. For me, there's not much like. This is a collection of fourteen songs. It's not like. I don't. Part of this is my lack of familiarity with it. I'm sure, but I I don't get the like a feel for the album, mm-hmm. you know, really like, I don't know what they're trying to do. It's just pretty like vanilla. Yeah. To me. But, uh, so if we were going to cover one, what would you cover? Rain dance Maggie. Really? Yeah. Just cause it's familiar. Yeah. I'd go with look around. Oh yeah. That'd be a good one. You know, it's kind of like a party s- song yeah. to me. Yeah. I, I like look around a lot. Yeah. Um, what would you cut? Oh, probably one of the last two. Dance, dance, dance is what I would cut. Yeah. I just hate the dance, 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 dance. Like, it's weak. Meet Me at the Corner has a nice little melody to mm-hmm. it, so I guess I prefer that one over um, dance, dance, dance. But, like, from the first time I heard dance, 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 I'm like, what is this? You know, I'm just, meh, meh. Hidden Gem. Uh, the ones, the singles from this song, in order of the, where they show up on the album, are "Monarchy of Roses," Brendan's death song, uh, "Look Around," and "Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie." So you can't pick any of those. Hmm. Which is the one that's like goodbye? Hur- goodbye, hooray! No, that's like oh, Ludo baby. <laughs> oh. Um, sugar, um, happiness is that, loves company. Is no, it? I think it's early. Annie Ethi- with the oh, wants, Annie wants a baby, or Ethiopia, or yeah, you like it. Well, I'm surprised you didn't pick Ethiopia. Yeah, I, I got excited when you said goodbye, hooray, because that's the one I'd pick. Yeah, it's goodbye, hooray. I like that song a lot. Um, 
I like even you, Brutus. Like this song doesn't have an absolute like dud on it. You know, there's some there's some new stuff that bands do that I'm like that sucks. Yeah, none of this sucks. It's just like okay. Yeah, pretty. Like, I guess vanilla is the best way to describe it, especially for a Chili Peppers album. Like, look, I you know part of the. The big question we haven't been talking about, but we'll we'll get to because the the getaway is next, and that's the last one. Yeah, we're gonna rank these, and then we're gonna answer the question like, who's the MVP of the Chili Peppers? Oh yeah, and I think, I mean, not to spoil it, but like, Frusciante leaves, and all of a sudden this is something different, uh-huh. you know. Um, but that's to be discussed later. But for now, it's time to move along. Like I said, my wife's going to be mad when I get home. I'm running a little late. Get wet. Get wet. I got a story. A story once was told. Two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls. Boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls. 